0: Log Talk Radio
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Um, It looks like we have an error on our page, (laughs) on our show photo today, which I do not know. I don't even know how this happened. Look, Neil. Anyway, I tried. I fixed it and saved. Not only is it the wrong picture, but it's sideways. Um, We have a couple of callers in the queue. We're going to be... We're going to be getting to you shortly. I'm sorry. I'm running my words together today. And I'm trying to get back to the page where we're supposed to be on. Where is our... Ah, okay. Back to the studio. Um, Yeah, we've got a couple callers in the queue. 703 and 630... And I am posting the show to our pages, and we invite you to follow us on our social media as well as on Blog Talk Radio. Call in number 914-338-0164. And that's about it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's get to the caller see if we can position this so we can both be heard here. Maybe I need to move it here. Unmuted. Hi, it's Andrea. Hi. Hi, Andrea. How are you?
2: Okay. Good. We have an echo for some reason. What's oh, it's on? my phone. Oh, I think it's my phone. I guess I could call back. after have to restart my phone.
1: No, that's okay. We'll deal with it. Um. I don't
2: hear it. That's the problem.
1: Oh. Let's make it louder. Okay. Everybody so, else hears it. Oh. So, no, so, I don't, it's not bad. Not now. No,
2: it was, but I yeah, heard you're it. You're fine.
1: Yeah, I heard it before, but okay.
2: it's not bad. I'm over here. Dog sitting. Oh. I have bad reception as well. Um. Dog sitting. That's sounds yeah, kind of my out of town. Yeah, she, she, well, she has a, a Ridgeback, and she's a puppy. Oh, my goodness, she's already scratched, like, nails down my back, down my arm. Yeah.
1: Now now we heard something. Did you hear that? Like, it was like a horse clopping. Yeah. Did you hear that?
2: Yeah. Did you hear it, Andrea? I don't hear that. No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that, what
1: no. What you said completely cut out.
2: Oh, I'm saying the dog uh, was, like, rambunctious. I really like, took her nails and scratched out my whole back and my arm. And it's been quite the, quite the journey already. So she's a puppy. Oh, oh she's hyper. Yeah. Oh, she's a Ridgeback. She's a little she's – she's definitely R-Rodisian, a
1: hyper dog. Rhodesian Ridgeback, they get really big. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm allergic – well, I was allergic to Rhodesian Ridgebacks. I got hives from one. Ooh, once. Yeah, but um, anyway, they're pretty dogs.
2: Yeah. So yeah. what's your question? Well, on, um, now. so I supposed to I'm supposed to start a job on Monday. To me, it's just like my temporary solution because I really don't want this job, but I have to have one. So, do you think it, something else is going to come kind of soon, so I don't have to t- oh. really keep this job? Okay, so so the job that you were
1: at, the girl did come back. It ended. It ended.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the girl came back. She almost did not come back. She was this close and not coming back. She said she weighed out the pay, and then the and then what it cost for daycare. And she said she almost did not come back, but she did. She came back. Yeah,
1: one seventeen
2: sixty
1: three. So you're at another job. yeah I really uh,
2: was uh, i yeah so I, so that job ended, so I got a job offer with an i an eye association like an eye doctor eye specialist. I really don't want to work in another doctor's office again. i've been, done that before, but I can't live on unemployment, so I'm taking it just as a temporary solution i mean i I must apply to like a hundred jobs like the past three days so what's your opposition to working in a doctor's office? Um, I, I, I've just done it before and, you know, patients, i not, you know, nothing against them. I just, you know, it's just demanding. They, uh, yeah. Yeah. And kind of pushing and rude and, you know, at least so, you know, sometimes they don't feel well, you know, whatever. And it just wasn't my thing. I mean, it was for a while, but I just don't want to do it again. I have to learn all their new systems and yeah. Just,
1: well, I mean, the one thing is I, will say that you, you you may not not dislike it as much as you think that you're go- going to so i mean the good thing is you have a job and you can keep looking and something else will come in that's what i think but let's start to get some psychic stuff going here so um
2: yeah take my kid's birthday as well once one's 33 one's 35 today oh Wow. Happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, uh, Andrea, okay. First so, of all,
1: can you hear Neil? That's what we want to know first. Yeah, Can you hear yes, Neil? Yes. yes. Okay.
3: okay. okay. Yes. So, you know, you're in a people-oriented job world, so you're always going to find some irritation no matter where you go, and you have a right to not want to work at the eye doctor place. So the question is, what's on your karmic or your life-level energy whereby you're either karmically entitled to a job, tribally entitled to another job. If this is something you have to go through because it has something to do with some sort of connection to the doctor, you know, you'll get questions. However, aside from all that, on a psychic level, I'm getting that you're going to get two other job offers. Okay. Okay. Are you running water okay. or
2: something? No, the dog is in the background scratching the the window.
3: Oh, oh. Oh
2: i we will be here. Now,
3: that's when they come through the radio it, it you know, we get all kinds of like we're in a movie theater. But anyways. Uh, so you're going to you're going to be offered two other jobs. Okay. now, now let me just ask you: Are
2: there three siblings
3: in your family? So,
2: I guess technically yes. I was adopted. I have a, a biological half sister, and then I have a brother and a sister.
3: Okay, so there's so we can say that in one of those scenarios, you have three siblings.
2: Yes. Well,
1: no, a total of three. No. One, two, three. Uh, no,
3: she had three others.
1: I'm sorry, I, maybe I heard. No,
3: yes, three of us. So, uh, so wh- why does that said? Because we're talking about the, the topic of tribal energy and you were adopted. So in yeah. that regard, your job opportunities are like you're being adopted. You're moving from job to job and anyone who wants to adopt you will adopt you, if you will. It's not a life mm-hmm. process. But it's, there's a correlation in your journey, Andrea, where you came into the world to be adopted and your job opportunities now or have been in the form of adoption, if you consider that theme, okay? So okay. when I said three, now what that represents is the job you have and two others coming in alignment. Mm. You're going to be able to choose between one of the three jobs. I don't know which. It will be up to you which one you want. They're all 50, 50, 50. Okay. You may weigh it according to what your likes are, but you'll be offered two other jobs.
2: So you have, I'm sorry. Okay. You, you have a biological sister? Yes. My, my, my biological mother, had a, she was married and had a daughter. She's also born in January. I think she just turned, I don't know, 49, 50, 52, somewhere around there, and her, I think her birthday is the thirtieth. But yeah, she's she lives in Massachusetts. Oh, one thirty.
1: Um, what's the year? Do you know?
2: Um, I don't know exactly her birthday. I just know it's that's January. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, just sometime and in January. Then, and, it, and, I,
1: and then your adopted siblings, how many you have? Two. Two. Right. So as I was saying, mm-hmm. she has three in total. No, two adopted,
3: but one came from. Right, there's, there's three, three total. Three in total.
1: Correct. Right. Three total. What I no, mean. no. Yeah.
3: There's three others aside from her.
1: Right, three others aside from her. Yeah. But yes. Exactly. That's the point. Three. Three. But they're divided up. That's all you One from one family and then two from your the- family. Correct. Um, and you, have you started? They live in, Cal- because- they live in California. No, I'm okay. supposed to start Monday. Oh, you said you start Monday. I have it written down as Monday. Yeah. Why did I start? Yeah. that? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, and you've applied for other jobs. So oh, yeah. So you're in- I, Yeah. I,
2: I, yes. i applied for like almost 100 this past three days while I'm puppy sitting. <laughs> oh, boy. And what... I mean, ideally, I, last you were working at Coach, you didn't like working in retail. Oh.
1: You liked um, working... After that...
2: No, you were I, I got a job at the at the office at the at the real estate office. That was a contract right. while the girl's on maternity leave. So that's more
1: your. I mean, working yeah. on an office job is more your thing. Yeah, more. my see. Yeah, to work with the public as much. You want to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of
2: Behind the scenes. Yeah.
1: Understandable. Now, in, yeah. op- in the in the optometrist's office, are you like? actually feeling like as a salesperson are you working with
2: uh, the front desk where people check in all day long It's like yeah and uh. yeah okay yeah so- i know not, not what i want to do
3: the terminology behind the scenes represents the technical department the wardrobe department, the lighting department. Mm-hmm. So that's what you mean by behind the scenes. You're not on the stage. You don't you don't want to be on the stage in front of the public. You want to be behind the scenes. So your your other two jobs are probably going to be technically minded jobs. But that could represent real estate. I mean, it, it, you probably won't be facing the public as much in these other two options.
2: Fine by me. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um, well, my son, my actually, my older son is getting married on in, in April, April fifteenth, which is really weird. But you know, we've had a rocky relationship, and you know, I wasn't even invited to participate in the bridal shower or go wedding dress shopping. How, you know, how that that was that was just like, I was so hurt. You have no idea. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, understandable. Are you? Yeah. Are any sad. Thinking?
1: You've had problems with your son. What about the what
2: about his fiance? Uh, you know, I don't know which one was the was the one who who did invite me because his my his, his ex my my son's stepmother thinks she's his mother and she was the one who gave the speech at the bridal shower and I was blindsided and literally left in tears because I was like that was just so disrespectful to me and Alexa, I'm sure she took Vicky the Stepmother to go wedding dress shopping instead to me. I mean, that's my gut. I don't know for sure, but that's what I feel. So, was even asked.
3: No, no, Andrea, you you came into the world facing turmoil in family dynamics. Yeah, you you were already facing turmoil from karma. So you came into the world facing turmoil, and this is your karmic imprint. It, it's occurring throughout your life. It's I mean, following. it's not the end of the world. It yeah. could have been worse. But you are under the uh, you're under the definition of of karmic of of a karmic contingency that you came into the planet with. If we look at your numbers, explain how the nines are broken up, and then the thirteen comes in.
1: Oh, um. Well, she's the nines are broken up in your month and day, and in your year
3: and then seven and six is 13, and first and
1: last is Right, seven and six <laughs> 13, and your first and last is 13.
4: What,
3: what that means is, you're, you know, you came in with scrambled. <laughs> you know, happened? you want a fried egg, and you're getting scrambled.
2: And I know, kitchen, it's crazy.
3: I know, and the kitchen says, sorry, but you said, I want fried eggs. They'll go, okay, they go back to the kitchen and give you scrambled eggs. Because mm-hmm. your, your karma is connected to a DNA of energy, to what this is what your life will probably consist of, but you gotta count your blessings together.
1: I mean the problem is too, you're compounded. So you're twenty eight ten one, that means that you are you came into the world not only with that birth date code that's all broken up in in or scrambled, but um, a overflowing cup of karma because of the karma that you accumulated from past lives. In addition, hmm. your board is one one seven. That's so. The eleven there is is tough in relationships. It's, it's difficult, and it's it. You're. I mean, you've got it right in the beginning of your life. And what's happened is the karma has followed you. So, not, you know, you you were adopted. Right. That. That I mean, that was how you came into the world. So obviously, that that eleven right there. But 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 as you move throughout life, you've got this karma that's followed you. And I mean, now in the relationship with your son, you're a you're you're affected by the extended family because you're not being invited to the wedding dress shopping excursion. Yeah, and, and got this drama with the with the mother of the bride is that who you, the drama is with? no
2: no no my no no stepmother stephen my son's stepmother oh the stepmother that's okay the stepmother that's nice. Not, yeah. yeah stepmother
1: well that's i mean that's that's that makes even more sense but what's the relationship like with the daughter-in-law to be
2: do you have a good relationship um, she's a, she, yeah yeah we have a, we have a good relationship i was just real feel real, really slighted i wasn't even asked to come wedding dress shopping. You know, as a mom of the, of the son, that's what you dream, you know, to do all the stuff with the future, either your bride or bride-to-be as a mom. And I was, I was, not, I couldn't do any of that. So, I mean, I'll never get that memory back. It was like taken away from me. So, you know, so, and my son feels like just because you give birth doesn't mean you have the right to do these things. Also, no. okay, Stephen, so. <laughs> I do know in uh, some cases where the bride's, the
1: bride's, um, the bride's Mother, mother mother-in-law to be was not invited, and it wasn't an an intentional exclusion. So, in that, in that, I mean, don't feel so bad. Maybe, maybe. Well, you know, I mean, on
3: on on the one plane, it's lousy behavior, and it's rude and obnoxious, and discarding It's horrible, and so you experience that. But on a karmic level, you've got to go underneath the blanket and see what's going on. It, they're they're not aware of karma, but they're operating under karmic principles. It doesn't excuse their behavior, and they probably could have chosen otherwise.
2: The karmic element that
3: you Thank came I'm in sorry. with, the karmic element you Thank came you. in with, is still very strong, and you're going to experience things like this. It does not excuse their earthly behavior. That's a, that's terrible. Right, but but to, but to get your brain geared to well okay so you're saying that i have a karma going on that i came in with from a past life and so all of this is have, has a different controlling factor aside from the fact that they're being mean to me on an earthly level yeah so you have that extra layer of explanation if i were you i would i would probably take care of yourself more than others make sure you're happy uh, yeah. you know i mean we'll put out energy you have a happy family and you know everybody's having a good time but it, but you have a you're you're a victim of karma well well you started the karma some yeah, back I mean, in time but it doesn't matter you you don't you sound you like a nice person i don't know what they have against you i don't know what you're like in your personal world but you don't sound to me like a difficult human being to be around
2: no, no, I'm not. I mean, I, I have no problems with my son, and you know, or ex, ex, or ex-husbands. Like we need to get along for the for the sake of the kids, but he refuses to even speak to me. So, karma. That, that's his issue. No, yeah, yeah. That's yep.
3: Karma. You got the scarlet letter of karma, but you know what? I, I see I that. I, I would count my blessings. I would consider what I've achieved. I would. I would.
4: Grade my own achieve. morals and morale. and <laughs> Consider
1: effort. what Neil's achieved. <laughs> yeah, consider what I've achieved. Uh, send me yeah. presents for my birthday. Um And all other ma- yeah. major holidays. But that's what I would do, Andrea. Uh,
3: you know, we all come in. We're, we're coming back because we did something wrong. That's what I believe. We have to take care of our karma. And yours right. is yours. Other people, you know, think of the guy that that guy that in the movie Mask. Oh, look at his karma! Oh my God! I don't know if you know that movie, but you know when you come in all disfigured and and ostracized and you have no friends. I mean, karma can get so nasty. So it's not your blessing, and you know they're at a loss because they undervalue you, and it's just you, you know they want to be obnoxious an exclusive okay you know um uh, you know i victor agree mature, you know do you know who victor mature was uh the actor no no victor mature was a very famous actor and he was jewish and he wasn't allowed in the golf course anyway, because he was an actor. And he said, anyone who would allow me in a golf course, I wouldn't want to be in it. You know, he made a joke out of it. So what you've got to do, Andrea, is sort of skip over this crisis and say, you know what? If that's the way they are, then that's the way they are. Um, and go on your happy way. I don't know. But anyways, your job was, Your are crushed about the job. You're going to be offered two other jobs.
2: Okay. Awesome. Well, okay. stay safe with all that snow out there. <laughs> we're yeah. we're
1: raining, but no snow. Rain. But thank
2: oh yeah. You. oh, yeah. We had snow here the other day, but you guys had snow I guess, last week or something. So, anyway, but mm-hmm. I hope you have a safe rest of the day, and um, thank you for your time as well. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. You guys are amazing. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And we, You're welcome. welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. bye Bye-bye. Well, what was it we had last week? It was called graupel. G-R-A-U-P-E-L. It's a mixture of snow and ice. It's not hail. It's called graupel. Yeah. You, yeah. And we were grappling with it. Yeah.
3: Well, well they, it, it, they you
1: coin these words
3: together. Um, they, they've,
4: they've done some grapple.
3: imaginative things about coining words. I must be. I'm somewhat impressed with some of the new compounded words they they've come up with. I've read a couple of them. I can't recall right now what they are. But, um, but I hear younger people using these invented words. And it's somewhat imaginative, I have to admit.
1: Like, a, do you have a specific word in mind? I can't remember.
3: But somebody I was talking to used one of their new invented compound words that I guess is going through the younger crowd. And it, it just, it, it was amusing. It, you know, it, it, it was amusing. I have to give credit to some the invention of the combining words together. At,
1: le- at least you're not drinking Haterade. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, 630. Mm.
4: Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. So, it's the
1: Dion Dion, I thought so, okay, sorry, Dion hi, twelve five seventy three
4: okay, go ahead, okay, so I have been manifesting moving to Florida for years because I always said that's where I wanted to purchase a home, and nothing big, just something simple to start out or whatever. And so that I was planning that from um, Wisconsin, I was going down there. Now, yesterday, my landlord um, put me into a month-to-month lease. It starts, like, in May. So I have an ability to leave now and go down there. I wanted to find out if you could tell me how that's going to work out for me. Like, should I get a roommate? Should I rent it first? Like, a roommate might be a good idea because I don't know anybody down there, but. It could also be a I pass, yeah. like, Right. I, I just, I don't trust people. I have trust issues, you know, because mm. my family stole from me. So I'm always going to be thinking like, if something's missing, or did they take it? You know what I'm saying? So just, you know, like, what do you see on my karmic path for this? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about going, but it's a big move because it's 1,500 miles and I'm not coming back. You know, I don't see my friends up here anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, that's part of the issue is the social life up here is severely lacking.
3: Well, you know, Dion, you, you, you compound your life by having a roommate because you don't know
1: yeah, how you're going to roommate. adjust.
3: You already have problems No way. connecting on a trust level with people. Wouldn't do your it. best bet is to approach it as a single, single residence.
1: Plus, at your age, okay. I mean, getting a roommate—you know—some people get roommates when they're older, and and it's not a problem. But you've lived on your own for a long time. I, I wouldn't do it. I get a big no.
3: Yeah, you know, you know, they smoke. They have loud music. They, they're, they're a messy. They're messy. You,
1: you know, you're collecting rent. You're on the. I, it's just not nah. good. Not a good. You know, idea.
3: the the bigger question is. Um, You know, the journey about moving to Florida, you have some interesting things going on in your number. And to the extent that you have a one, two, five, which is an eight, but the one, nine, seven in your year is an eight. Your three is arranged according to the uh, accumulation of your month, one and two. So you've got this, this reflection, if you will, going on where I can understand at this point in your life why you may be wanting to move. A lot of people are moving to Florida. I don't know why, but they're moving there.
1: You know, it's interesting about her birth date. There's a similarity to actually um, uh, Andrea's birth date as well. They're both compounded 73 to 63. So the years are interchangeable. Um, The two five is a seven. I mean, there's, there's, there's a bit of a reflection between the two birth dates. So, and, you know, the and, same
3: uh, 28, 10 ones, they move around a lot. They, they Foundation. tend to move a little bit.
4: Yeah.
3: So you have to consider, you see, the questions are these, why are you going to Florida? What is the karmic reason for it? What is your destiny? What lies over there for you? In addition to what your rational thinking is about moving over there. You know, and how you're supposed to arrange things, and how your landlord, i.e., that karmic tribal member, gave you a month-to-month lease, lease which is continent, uh, which is con- contingent to your your being able to move. So there seems to be a green light there, but you got to watch out. Sometimes some roads are hazardous. So you've got to. I mean, why do you want to move to Florida?
4: Well, because down there, well. Okay, in the state of Florida, you can purchase something, like a home, and nobody can take it away from you if they get a judgment against you. And because I had so many issues with my family, it's like that's an obvious choice. Besides that, it's warm. I'm tired of living in the cold. I feel like I can never get warm. And it just seems like it's more social down there. No. Oh,
3: okay, so, so you've given excellent reasons why to move there. All those are legitimate reasons on a, on a rational scale and also on a personal scale for you. And yes, property is a lot cheaper there. So it's a cheaper area. Their politics are a little bit
1: weird. weird.
3: Their governor is a little bit strange. Well,
1: she is, I think.
3: So. But, but you may, you may see, that's more... just my personal opinion. But, you know, weather-wise, they have problems. So you got to watch out, and if you're light skinned be very careful of the sun over there. But uh, but no, you're probably going to move there.
1: Uh, but okay. but she's asking, should she buy? I mean, buy, buy well, rent. I mean, you might want to rent. I the
4: off the bed, don't you think? Because I won't know anything. I mean, I've never moved, like I yeah. I'm doing this all by myself, and I was just looking for some like direction. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I think in the area. For-
1: Okay. I think you should rent for like. I think you should rent, get an apartment, get acclimated, and then start looking, because you're getting buying from Wisconsin is going to be a lot harder than buying once you're there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think. I mean, how are you going to look for a home when you're living in Wisconsin on the internet? I mean, like, no,
4: go ahead. no, that's fine. I mean, do you see me being like able to find a nice, clean, safe place to live?
3: Yeah, what we're saying is that in our reading, we're saying looks like this is destiny. It's something okay. that is, is supposed to happen.
1: How how Have you been to Florida a lot, frequently?
4: Not really. I, the biggest thing for me is that, like, this home security. And I know that, like, a hurricane can come by and take my house away. I know that, like, everything is rented from the universe, but... With my track record with my siblings, I mean, the minute I come into some kind of money, if I do or whatever, I feel like they're just going to try to come after me. I, I just, It's the sense of being able to home ownership and, and that law that really just makes me feel a little bit more secure, you know?
3: Well, it's your destiny. I mean, I
4: might move there and hate it. I don't know. But I feel no, like you I'm being put down there. Okay. I don't
3: think you... I don't think you will. I think it's your desk. You're talking about the theme of your energy. And, and for some reason, you came down to probably own a home. There's some locked-in theme going on there. So you'll probably end up over there purchasing a home and completing that part of your journey down here on the planet. It's something you're bound to do. So you're talking about independence, and you're talking about autonomy, and you're talking about ownership. And you are, you're credible to say that we are all renting from the universe. Yes, we're just renting the earth. We don't, we're all going to be taken. So we don't own the earth. We're just here briefly stepping on it and doing our best. Your logic is sound. I like the way you're thinking. But on the other hand, um, I think there's a destiny uh, variable going on here.
1: Okay. So, so you say you picked the area that you want to live.
4: Mm-hmm. Because I was in the window business and I still do windows on the side. I have the map, <laughs> the hurricanes, right? Because that's part of my job is to sell hurricane windows. So I carved out a little section that is least likely to be hit by a hurricane. So that's the area that I'm going towards because, although I know that it's nothing, nothing is safe the risk is much less than the area you picked out
1: smart that's smart well then you
3: know move towards
1: florida and do it as quickly as possible quickly as possible
4: you said very good
1: well you're and you're on a month to month now so you're free to leave and it's easier now that it's, uh, it's getting warmer where you are, so it'll be easier to relocate.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of migration over there, so I would step on it if I were you.
4: Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. Okay,
1: Dion, good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate
4: it. Have a great day.
1: Okay. Okay. Bye. I mean, moving to Florida is kind of like moving to California. It's a a big state. Difference politics. Obviously, California is much more liberal. Florida is much more conservative. A lot of Californians are moving
3: over to Florida.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Florida fan personally. I mean, there's some beautiful areas in Florida. But I don't think I'd want to live there. But, I mean, I wouldn't have ever thought I would have lived in Southern California. So, there you go you don't well, always end up you where know, you think the, you're going to end up
3: there's some in our in our genes we have a we have a connected element of migration animals migrate birds migrate humans migrate but, but
1: birds and animals do not wear genes
3: no neither do they work in in uh picking grapes uh, some of them do <laughs> some of them but, do actually some of them do the idea that some of us are bound to migrate. Some of us are bound to travel. And she, you know, she mentions a little bit about weather patterns. So uh, in the animal kingdom, a lot of the migration is due to weather Based patterns weather and, patterns, of and uh, the search for water and blooming food and things like that. Well, we're a lot more sophisticated than our brain matter than animals in some respects. So we rationalize other conditions around the, the thought of migration. And we say, well, real estate will be cheaper. The weather will be nicer. Um, you know, I want I want, I'm tired of this state. I don't like the people here. I don't like the politics. Uh, you know, the animals aren't worried about politics but so we our brains are de- highly developed but we still have that dna system that gene that uh, most human beings have a seed of wanting to migrate and and not all but a lot of them do a lot- So I think that's where some of this is coming from on a deeper level. Yeah.
1: I mean, we were watching a house hunter show last night, and there was a couple moving from San Francisco where they were living in a one-bedroom apartment with their infant daughter. And they were moving to Rhode Island (laughs) as a property. I mean, you know, what you get in San Francisco for a million dollars versus what you can get in Rhode Island. I mean, the houses needed work, actually. All of the houses needed work. In some way, form or another, but it was a lot less, especially in certain districts. Like there was one for under 600,000. and It was like this beautiful colonial estate. I mean, on the outside, it was striking black and white.
3: Yeah, Beautiful. but, you know, I mean, all that's great, but you also have but to consider that's the economics.
1: Weather. Right, so they were saying, God, it's humid here. I mean, the weather in California is so much better. Obviously, San Francisco has great weather. If you like, you know, cooler weather, you know, there's a trade-off. That's why things cost less in certain parts of the United States. Yeah, I mean, you others. also
3: have to look at job availabilities. And, you know, you think, oh, it's cheaper here. But Sometimes then you don't people, have a job and you're being relocated. Uh, and you have to start with well, some people work. work
1: remotely so the, the low income
3: now. level is now a problem because you're not you don't have a job you don't have a job and, and so everything's cheaper but you have got to be able to work unless you're going there to retire a lot of people will retire
0: in florida a lot of people
3: retire in florida they do and or and, you know other places south carolina things like that you know they they go to a they go to a place where it's not as expensive and they can uh, Manage their life a little bit better without all the overhead.
1: Yeah, someone we were talking to moved to South Carolina. South Carolina, but a lot of a lot of people live moved to North Carolina as well because it's like California. It's it's liberal in California. North Carolina is more progressive than South Carolina for yeah. sure. So and it's a lot cheaper than California to live in North Carolina. But of course, you get you know. Much worse weather humidity yeah um, tornadoes, all that stuff
3: so you know I mean when you when you look at it the the, the area of of ge- geography and why some of us are more prone to warmer climates colder climates rainy, they want sun I mean that's part of the genealogy of of a human being's makeup, and that extends back to maybe ancestors or or even remotely other past lives, separate from the bloodline you're in. So you have to consider, when you look at the location you're in, it's sometimes somewhat entertaining to analyze, why do I live here? What are the reasons why? Am I forced to live here, or is it by choice? And why do I live where I live? We have other callers, so let's see who we've got going here. It's Jennifer.
1: Hold on. I'm just... 4370. Hi.
0: Hello, Chris and Neil. How are you doing?
1: Hi. Jennifer. Jennifer. Hi. Good. All right.
0: I have a numerology question
1: for you. Okay.
0: All right. So... I know you don't do necessarily that your number changes during your birthday, but I'm wondering if there, I just feel like there's something going on maybe universally, or is it just for me within the next month or so? um, Does my number change or what's going on?
1: You are going to be 53 years old, right? Correct. Yes. Hold on. Let's figure out. You're 24 6. Yeah, that's your next multiple. At 54, but how many years has she passed her karma? Let's find out. What's wrong with my brain that I can't? Twenty nine years. She's 29 years past. Huh. 29. You see,
3: uh, I'm trying to. Jennifer, when you know, now that you've graduated, you know, significantly, um, and you're, you're old. a year away year from a major no. uh, change. you're not locked in by a master number and you're not necessarily locked in by the outstanding numbers in your birth date. You still have other chakras available to you and you have other chapters of past lives that you could dig up and find like old bones that reveal something for you.
1: I mean, exactly. It's not like, you know, you, you know, you mark a change at a, at a, at a, at a cycle. But it's not like the years between those cycles, you don't have changes going on yeah. throughout. So, so if, we,
3: if we look at your birth date, actually your 4-3 is a 7, and then it's actualized in your year. So your, your outstanding question or, or your attempt to analyze something regarding this topic at hand is maybe about the accumulation of your spiritual journey that you're supposed to complete and pick up the pieces like a treasure hunt.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So I think that there's something probably significant in your question regarding the way you're supposed to actualize your spiritual energy, i.e. your seven, which is one notch, one year away from a rebirth, and one notch away from your master number. So one means a location, geographical location. So your attempt to analyze this is also pertaining to your location at hand.
1: Well, and the 29 years beyond her karmic number, there's a seven in between that two and nine. So we're dealing with the seven in that regard as well. Yeah, I mean,
3: do you have a specific question you want to ask or you're more revealing more about your question?
0: Well, it, it's interesting that you say that about the move, as it's, it just seems to be repeating and repeating. Although my intentions really aren't—they were always to move when the kids were all out of the house, which will be soon, probably September. So that would explain the fifty-four. Then I'll become an empty nester. I'll be an empty nester in my uh, in my fifty-fourth year. So, so you.
1: Okay, go ahead. Sorry, but I just, there's an epiphany, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, no, go ahead with your epiphany. I don't want to lose
1: Well, this is what's interesting. So you're born 4-3. That's 43. When you cross over to the century, that's 53 when you add that 10. So that actually is the age you are going to be coming up. So we can find that if we're creative with your code, which would signify a change at the age of fifty-three. Do you see what I mean?
0: Ah, okay, all right, all right. So fifty—it's you know between fifty-three and fifty-four would be a
1: significant change, and yes, yeah, right that because lot- the, the fifty-three is—I mean, I now I found it in your in your birth date. Okay, yeah, and, and yeah, in terms
0: of moving, I really. I I know that I don't know if this is possible, but I do feel like my karma is complete where I am now in terms of where I live. I feel like it's geographically like I, I the move that I need to make is probably or like further away than where I live now. However, I, I you know I have no idea of you know it's just I think it's like a. I don't know, maybe there's a surprise planned or something, but I I do feel like there's, I will be moving a significant distance from where I am now. It won't be Florida.
1: Um. (laughs) Good one. That was funny. But your your boyfriend does live in the States. I mean, would you ever consider moving to the United States? I, I know he's not a significant distance away from your location right now. Well, here's
0: the issue with him, and I'll, you know, I'll air out all my dirty laundry, is okay. he has not made room for me in his, in his life. You know, there, there's something to be said for, you know, making, if, if that's what you want, You know, when he was coming over here, I went, oh, you know what, I'll empty a drawer for him so he has, you know, somewhere to put his stuff, you know, because I thought, you know, that's a nice thing to do. And, you know, now he's at the point where he's actually given me a shelf closet, but in terms of where he lives, he can afford a place that would be good for the two of us, but he hasn't done that yet. So while he's figuring out his stuff, He's not, you know, where he needs to be to have, make room for someone to come in and live with them or whatever. You know, I'm not a nag. I'm not going to force him to do anything that he doesn't want to do. But, you know, my life goes on. (laughs) Does that make sense?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. And it may, you know, maybe a reason to, you know, reconsider whether you're going to continue the relationship. If someone doesn't want to make room for you in their life, then, you know, maybe you know, there is, will be an eventual parting.
0: Yeah, well, and that's what I, that's what I kind of feel is that, you know, I and it's not like I'm putting my life on hold or I, my life goes on, but uh, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's its hard to put a finger on, but you know, things don't and they do and don't happen for a reason. So I'm not upset one way or the other. I'm not attached to any sort of outcomes, but I have to figure my stuff out, especially now. I sort of put my life on hold, I get, and I didn't put my life on hold. I continued in my life, but my goal was always to raise my kids to the best of my abilities so that they'd be functioning adults, you know, successful, whatever they need to choose to be, and I've gotten there, so my kids are all good. You know, they're going to school, um, one's still at home, but you know, he'll be out soon, and then it's time for me to focus on, you know, what I need to do next.
1: When will he be out? Like, when will he be going off to college?
0: Probably, I would say September. So... Mm
1: -hmm. So close to, I mean, between 53 and 54. Yeah. Right in the middle. So... You're considering, I mean, relocation is is a consideration for you. It
0: is, and my job, although you know it's, it's okay, it's you know it doesn't bring me any joy, and I really you know we should be having more fun here on Earth.
2: Well, I would fun. like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have more fun, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's you know, not everybody gets to have tons of fun on Earth.
0: But, no, don't good.
1: but I mean, you know, you're entitled to have fun, Jennifer. You're entitled to have fun. And if a move it brings you more joy and if a change of job brings you more happiness, then well, you know, why not? Right. Exactly. So So but
0: and if my karmic code is or my numbers are saying, you know, fifty four is a good place to start. Well everything seems to be aligned perfectly for that.
1: Yeah, I mean you're coming up on it and then we found the fifty three in your year I mean in your in your code. So it's it's not surprising you're starting to think of a change. But you know you have to kind of fuss with the numbers a bit, but still it works. Yeah. It works. Okay.
0: So Good. Well that helps. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Anything else you want to no, say? No, that sounds Complete, so. Can you hear
0: us both, by the way? Yeah, I can hear Neil. I can hear you, and you both sound good. Sometimes Neil goes in and out, but that's okay.
1: I, I think it's you know I think it is you know what what the problem is is that I realize we have now because you're of going the in. me now I'm going in and out. The problem is the configuration. I think we need to change our seating because I have to operate the switchboard and I have to be right in front of the computer. So meal is like at a side angle. So we've got to figure out our seating. But anyway, we'll do that. Yeah. You'll get it. So it's a good see. And being
0: of service, what you're doing right now is something I would like to do more of moving forward. I think,
1: that's, I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Anyways, well, that's that's my four one one. Okay. Thanks for calling.
1: Thanks for calling, Jennifer. Thank you.
0: Have a good day. Bye.
1: You Will be her four one one one. Four one 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 four three.
3: Four one one one.
1: Well, she hmm. said it's her four one one. I said we'll it'd be more oh. like her four one 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 because oh, she's born on four yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, Do we have another you know. caller? We do not have another caller. Oh, I thought we had another caller. No, but here, you can hog the mic. <laughs> oh, I,
3: I'm, not, I'm not really ready to hug Mike. I don't know him. And neither are you, if you know it's good for you. But uh, so we, you know, a lot of questions today about moving, geography, that kind of thing. I mean, that's part of life, I think. You know, when we get into the the, – there's been a big issue about airspace lately. You know, the Chinese, the balloons are drone over the Black Sea and Russia antagonizing. And um, they actually – we shot it down because Russia hit the back propeller and damaged the flight pattern. So we had to take it down. Uh, And now there's tension and turmoil about airspace and preoccupying somebody else's territory. And supposedly we're in international regions where it's supposed to be contingent on the fact that the world owns that space. But there's an infringement and there's a threat and there's a constant um, escalation of, of occupied territory surrounding politics and power and domination, it's the same thing that we have here. Even when we get into the idea of how do we invade an environment, I mean, the salmon it, are, are declining because we've overfished. The salmon, what? Salmon fish. <laughs> well, salmon. You said so, 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 so,
4: salmon.
3: You know, salmon. somebody, some unfortunate person I used to know, you say salmon, but the salmon... <laughs> Uh, Very unfortunate person. Uh, the, the salmon
4: uh,
3: population is declining. Low numbers. Eager that they're up again, so we can capture and don't and need them. It's more of a, the idea of what are we doing, you know, in terms of the rights to, to exist in the space. And, and salmon are migrating fish. They migrate. Upstream. They, they travel upstream. They, they have to their struggle is tremendous and they're wonderful creatures they're very intelligent if you look at it in fish terms so when we get into the idea of moving into a space i think the idea too is how do we occupy that space and how much do we respect instead of just saying that oh well, we have the freedom to move to an area and so with that freedom i'm going to move but some of us sort of the possibilities of damage or what we're doing to that environment or or, or how do we maintain it? Um, So I think what we're also looking at is has to do with respect and what that respect is for the the environment that you're probably invading, conquering, owning, renting. I think there's got to be a, you know, we're, we're, We're slowly gobbling up our planet. And if we don't take special consideration, it's just like people who park their car in the parking lot and leave trash. No, they just leave trash in the parking lot or where they park wherever they may park their car. I mean, come on. the idea that we have to respect our planet and even if we're considering a personal migration, I think you always have to factor in what contribution can I make to the location I'm going to, as opposed to what? How am I going to destroy it or disrupt it? So I think those are really important matters to consider. Aside from your own ego journey to a certain place, no matter what the reason. Yeah, are.
1: I agree with that. But you know, I do want to the, the parking lot trash. You know, I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked at the amount of garbage that. I see on a day-to-day basis, outside, whether it be in the neighborhood or at a a place of business, parking lot, tons. I don't know what people teach, how people teach their children. I mean, you know, you throw away, you don't litter. You don't litter. You know, if you're throwing an apple, it's maybe an eyesore, but at least it's biodegradable. You know, we're throwing plastics and things like that and and, and Coke cans and masks on the ground with no thought to, you know, what might ingest that or where it might end up like in our ocean. Well,
3: I always, I have a problem with people who uh, solicit money at freeway exits. They're sitting there with a sign for money surrounded by trash yeah, you know, maybe if they picked up the damn trash and put it in a bag and then asked for money, some such as myself might be more willing to, give it. to give it. Trying but well you're and not
1: even thinking about that.
3: Yeah, well, you know? you know, they. Someone like you maybe, but nobody else. Is about I, it. I'm amazed at how much trash is collected for that. sitting begging—that's a tragedy if they have to beg. Being homeless is a tragedy. Surviving on the streets is a tragedy, but being there and leaving trash i've seen people begging, and they have work or they toss them in the bushes no way sorry you know it it's you contribute to the planet if you're that desperate and you and you and the only means you have to survive to, to beg is to ask for donations for your livelihood then at least
1: look at your environment around you. Don't trash it. But, but and, you but know, be be productive. That said, it's it's not you know, littering isn't is exclusive to one class of 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 human beings. No, I'm In just terms talking of, about. Yeah, I know it. you are. I know you. But what's surprising? What's surprising is those that are educated, and and their children. <laughs> Who, who litter on the ground, and it, it can deal with. Yeah. That's really surprising. Yeah. You would think, well, you know, if they don't know any better, maybe that's, that's, that's an excuse. But people know better. They're well, educated, and they litter. litter. Arrested. Well, they that's should it. chop off your arm, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway.
3: But we're, always, we're concerned about everybody's plight. We don't mean that. But what we mean is respecting the space are in. And taking some consideration to take care of it, no matter where you are.
2: Okay, uh,
1: we are out of time and back on the air on Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye-bye.